he, he's just a once in a lifetime type of guy. Maybe in a few years, someone will come up who's been training from like four years old. That we'll see, but. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Uh, I, I just saw that you turned 26 a couple weeks back, man. You know, some people take birthdays pretty seriously. You know, how was it celebrating birthday during fight camp? Uh, there was no celebration, <laughs> brother. I just I just uh, had a dinner with my family, with my girlfriend, and we just hung out, and that was really it. You know, they, they came out to Queens. I'm in Long Island, so Queens was close. And uh, picked a convenient spot, just had a nice little dinner, and it was really just that. You know, no cake, no nothing, obviously, because I'm, di- I'm dieting. But... Overall, you know, that's what means a lot to me is family, friends, and my loved ones. So that's that's all that I could ask for. Yeah, they'll probably have a kick for you when you come back with the victory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, kick that yeah, one, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, man, speaking of uh, the victory, you'll see 295. You know, thoughts on fighting in MSG and having your family and friends be able to see you live in the UFC octagon. You know what I mean? It's a big deal because a lot of dudes fighting the UFC, they don't get their family and friends. They don't get that opportunity. Yeah, man, this is a dream come true. I've always, like, envisioned this and dreamed about this, just being in the UFC and then especially fighting at MSG. The fact that it's such a big card and the way my career unfolded to get to this point, it just feels like it was written. You know, growing up in New York City, being at MSG so many times and watching even UFC events there, this is just a dream come true, man. And uh, to put a stamp on it, we're going to get a big win and just really... Live my dreams, man. I'm just blessed, really. That's the only word to say. You know, I love the UFC. I love to be here. I love New York City. So I'm just, I'm blessed all around. Yeah. Like you said, it's a dream come true. And, you know, envision yourself walking out into the arena. It's crazy, yeah. right? Like, yeah. oh, it's going to be so cool, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, there's, it's such a dense Albanian population out here, too. So it's going to be packed with Albanians, considering even the tickets, like nosebleeds, are like $900. I know like 50 people already that bought tickets and they bought like low level seats, you know, $2,000 a ticket. So it just, it shows how much they support me and how much they believe in me and how proud they are, you know, to spend that type of money just to be there to witness this moment. It means everything, man. You know, like that's the beauty of being in in my hometown and it just adds to the fun. It adds to the motivation. It adds to everything. And adding to the motivation, Jamal Emmers, man, the dude, the dude is the test. That's, let's let's put it yeah. that way. He's a test. And, and what is your breakdown of uh, his skill set? Look, he's, like you said, he is a test. He's good everywhere. Uh, he has long, long reach. He mixes it up well, striking, kicking, uh, grappling. He has good top control. You know, he lost. I thought he won the Jack Jenkins fight, to be completely honest. You know, I like Jack Jenkins. Um, but I thought Emers did win the fight. He had a split decision against Giga, so who's obviously doing very well. Uh, it's not an easy fight. He's well-rounded everywhere. He has good cardio, but I just think where I'm at in my career and in my life and in my training, I just think, especially it being my hometown, and I just feel like I have something to prove in there. And the fact that it's a test, it's a test of myself, and it's a test of my skill set. I've been putting in the work, and uh, I'm gonna just go out there and give it everything and beat this guy. Yeah, and rewinding to to you know back to what you were saying earlier about the the path you took to get here. The path, if anybody knows, is you fought for Bellator, then you was on a contender series in 2020, didn't get the result you wanted. 2022, you got the result, just didn't get the contract. 
you know, those experiences, yeah. they affect you, man. But it seemed like they didn't really affect you in a negative way at all. I Everything I do in life, I always try to look at the positives. You know what I mean? Uh, taking the best things out of every situation. Even the last fight, a short notice, you know, I, even though I lost, I just always try to find the positives in it. I used all those other obstacles as stepping stones to just motivate me. Use it as a lesson, I guess I could say, to just get better, more experience. And I just believe everything happens in God's timing, man. So as long as I'm doing everything I can, then everything will work out for the best. And you're on the, the short list for, for short notice. You know, and, and mm -hmm. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure they tossed you a few offers and they just didn't materialize before this one against Sean Woodson. How is it being in that position? You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're like right there, but you're not there. Yeah, those actually, out of everything, those are the most frustrating parts because it's like a roller coaster of emotions. It's like they tell me to step in, I accept, and I'm thinking I'm about to fight in a week or two weeks, like Mosar specifically is one example, which was in Newark, which is as close to home as it gets besides MSG. And then he turned down the fight, he wanted another option, and they went with Diego Lopez. So it was just a roller coaster of emotions. I remember that day specifically, I was so pissed off. I was I went into the gym to train. I was like, man, like, f this. I'm not training today. I was just so pissed off, you know. But uh, the next day, you know, every day is a new day, so I stayed the course. Went back in the gym. That passed me. The next opportunity is gonna come, and I just stayed ready for it, or as ready as I could, at least. Yeah, and you know, even after the contender series, the second fight, you still went out there and searched for fights and went international. Did what you needed to do to get that win streak stronger. And hey, you got your opportunity. Um, any regrets with that, you know, taking that fight? I know there was a lot of things going on ahead of the fight, even during the fight. Any regrets? <sighs> any regrets? I mean, I just wish I didn't eat sushi that day. If they would have called me like three hours before, I would have honestly made weight, had a better weight cut, and been healthier in the fight, you know? And I'm not saying the fight would have went different, but at least I would have been, had a little bit extra juice in my tank for the fight, so... If they would have just called me two hours before, I wouldn't have had it for lunch, and it would have been a lot better. Other than that, I did everything I could in my power. Um, I went in there. I fought my heart out. I won the full 15 against Woodson, who's a phenomenal fighter. He's not a scrub by any means. So it is what it is. You know, like I said, I just take everything as a learning lesson, as more motivation for this. Like, I have something extra to prove in this fight to show that I belong in the UFC, and I, and I am who I say I am, and my team believes in, in what they see. So... This is where I'm at mentally with everything. There's really no regrets just besides the sushi. <laughs> yeah, man. People don't understand. Once you start popping sushis, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't stop. Huh? <laughs> everything is so good, bro. <laughs> it just melts in your mouth, man. I'm telling you, it's like butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, three months, man. They give you a pretty quick turnaround, you know, you know, UFC standard-wise. And you must be happy, too. You know what I mean? You don't have to sit on the sidelines and kind of, like, stew in, in this in the debut that you had, right? You get to just jump back in the camp and your teammates are in camp. So it's just like, you kind of put that in the rearview mirror real quick, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, with a win or a loss, whatever it is, it's done. You know, like even if I, even with a win, let's say, you know, God willing, I do win November 11th, I put it past me the next day. You know what I mean? Because the next opportunity is going to come, the next opponent, the next guy coming to take my head off. I don't look at wins and losses as like a defining moment by any means. Uh, but yeah, I did ask for a quick turnaround. I did want to fight by the end of the year and I was asking for MSG. Didn't know if I would get it, you know, because I had a loss in the debut and they were putting like a big card together. But 
I guess, man, manifestation is real because me, Nazim, and Steamroller, we kept saying we're going to fight at MSG together this year. We've been saying it since before I was even in the UFC. Um, and then now we're all on the card together. It's just, it's so amazing how everything's happening. It feels like destiny. Yeah, and, and uh, that's a that's an incredible lineup right there. You, Nazim, and it's Steamroller, man. Those are some characters, right? How, how, how fun is it to train with them? You know what I mean? Training is hard, but... Those dudes are characters. Like, they they make you laugh, especially Steamroller. Yeah, Steamroller's a legend, man. He just has these one-liners always ready to go. Like, trust the, pos- trust the process. It's not our first rodeo. Right on schedule. It's just like he has these sayings, and they fit in so perfect every day. And uh, we joke about it all the time in the gym. But me, Nas, and Steam, we have great chemistry. We're, like, best friends even outside of the gym. We hang out a lot. So it's just, like, to be living our dreams and doing it together in our backyard representing our team representing new york it's just like again man it's dreams come true and uh we really we really intend to make the best out of the night and get these big wins and finishes for all of us how how far is msg from the the gym uh driving like 40 minutes depends on traffic actually if there's traffic bro it'll take like an hour and a half um but it's about 20 miles 22 25 miles it's not too far you know it's not too far but it just depends on traffic really yeah yeah, there's nothing, man. It's like, you know, 40 minutes is nothing for anybody. Yeah, to drive. yeah. New York and traffic and everything is not that bad. And I'm in the city. I hang out in the city a lot, you know, and in the boroughs especially. I have so many friends. All my friends are in the in the boroughs, really, because that's where I grew up. Uh, so, and man, it's just crazy to think about, like, the walkout. This is my home. Like, fight week, I'll be walking in the streets I hang out in. It's just such a, it's just such a dream come true, I swear to God. What do you expect, though, out of yourself in this in this fight coming up? You know, I mean, there's a lot of circumstances surrounding it, but your expectations of yourself? Uh, this I've never pushed this hard ever for a fight before. Uh, Ray and the team have really been putting me through the ringer. I just expect the best version of Dennis Bazookia to come out there, the version that I see in myself. And for Jamal to beat me, he's going to have to kill me in my hometown. So that being said, I really think I'm going to finish this guy. All right, I got a couple more questions. Um, you know, in the news recently, there's been the whole USADA-USC split, mm-hmm. right? What do you think of all that? Ah, oh, man, it's crazy. I was like, my first reaction was like, yo, are these guys going to start juicing or start taking stuff? I'm like, I've never taken, I don't even smoke weed, you know what I mean? I don't even drink alcohol. Like, So I'm like, are these guys going to be taking all this crazy stuff? I'm going to have to fight them. But uh, I guess from what it seems like, they got like an FBI guy involved they're like gonna they're gonna get another independent company and then another thing was like if they hire their own guys like if they do it in-house are they gonna favor certain guys like i really didn't know what to expect but uh the ufc standard is so high they're so professional i know they don't really play these games so i think it's all gonna work out for the best dana and the team they're very smart they're good at what they do obviously because the ufc wouldn't be where it is without them uh so i trust them i trust i trust like justice and i trust fair fair processing through everything yeah, that's interesting. They they hired a, a ex FBI agent that was like the head interrogator for Saddam Hussein or Nobody's some wild yeah, some wild shit. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, man, are they gonna have like undercover agents at the yeah, gym or right? something? Like, following us like private investigators or something. <laughs> Is that how they're gonna do it now? They're not even gonna test you. They're gonna follow you and like yeah, have a mole right. or some shit. Our house or something. <laughs> it's gonna be wild, man. Um, <laughs> UFC 295, man, you'll, you'll be fighting on the card, you know, early in the night. And then you got two crazy matchups, right? You got Stipe and Jones, and you got Prohaska and Alex Pereira. Which fight do you feel like 
is the most exciting matchup for you as a fan? For me as a fan, I got to say the co-main event, bro. It's just two two killers, two bangers in there. Pereira and uh, Jerry, who's just wild as fuck. Excuse my language. Um, that's going to be a sick fight. You know, John Jones and Stipe, they're technical guys. These two guys, they're just, it's fireworks every time they fight. So I feel like bombs are going to go off in that octagon when they fight. That, I feel like that's the people's main event. For sure. And, you know, speaking of John Jones, do you do you feel like John Jones is the GOAT? Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. There's, how can you debate it? You know, I know people mention GSP or um, Khabib and stuff, but, like, John Jones, really, he never lost a fight. He went up to heavyweight, which is a big difference between, like, featherweight and lightweight. It's not 10 pounds. It's, like, 40-pound difference. And beat Gunn in, like, a minute. And then in whole, his whole career, the youngest champion in history, smashing everyone, beating legends his whole career. The way he's done it is just... There's no one like him, man. That guy's special. I don't think anyone ever will do it like him. Maybe he, he's just a once-in-a-lifetime type of guy. Maybe in a few years, someone will come up who's been training from, like, four years old that we'll see. But as of right now, there's no one. I don't even think there's a competition between who's the greatest. Yeah, it's going to be cool to uh, be able to perform in MSG and then watch John Jones possibly retire in MSG yeah. on the same night. Maybe Steep A too. It's like yeah, yeah. legendary retirements. It's so crazy because uh, my girlfriend brought this up to me a few weeks ago. When I made my pro debut at uh, Bellator, it was here in New York. It was my last pro fight in New York before this. And the main event was a legendary heavyweight fight, which was Fedor and Chael Sonnen. And then now my next fight in a big promotion UFC is in New York. And the heavyweight, the main event, the he legendary heavyweight fight. So I thought it was a pretty cool like little coincidence. Yeah, man. Great, man. Um, November 11th, UFC 295, NYC, MSG. Dennis will be in action. Yeah. It's going to be wild, man. And uh, all the best, man, in, in this fight and, and, you know, the rest of the year, man. We'll see what happens. Thank you, bro. Yeah, hopefully everything goes well and we're healthy. I just pray. I always pray for before the fights that both of us come out healthy and because we have families to go back to. You know, it's a job at the end of the day. But uh, I'm coming out with my hand raised. That's, that's no matter what.